0: What's your question? What what What's your question?
1: Welcome to the podcast. To the to the podcast. What's your question again? So welcome to the podcast. What your what's your question? So the first question to you is that, I भी, भी बच्चा मतलब पैदा होते से a comedian. Mm-hmm. true so how did this happen? This comedy, this sector, how did you
2: Honestly, I'll tell you, because um, still about 2013, so I was 22. I didn't really know what to do with my life. Like, uh, I joined an engineering college because everybody would say, you know, all my classmates from school who, they'd be like, engineer. And my brother, you know, like everybody was saying because our parents make us say it since we were a kid and then we end up saying it like it's either doctor or engineer it. So I'm like, okay, when people ask this question when I was growing up, I'd be like either say doctor or engineer and they leave you alone, basically. (laughs) So that's what I used to do. I swear to God, I didn't even (laughs) want to be one. I just used to say it, you
0: know. Yeah.
2: Uh, and then when I joined like I still didn't know like that I wanted to do this. I mean I had interest in some engineering stuff like especially like uh, vehicles and automobiles and stuff. I have huge yeah. interest but uh, still like at two then my brother's like a my older brother is like a self-taught musician and he played wow. bands like oh, wow. through his college life he played bands and stuff like that. So they needed a singer. Which uh, they were like, they've played in a metal band. So singer is basically like a cheerleader in a metal band. band. Literally like, so they wanted a singer. They didn't have one. So my brother's like, like, will you come and like yell at the mic while we play? (laughs) Like that was the question. And I, maybe in two days I played like a metal show and I liked the feeling of like, you know, performing a piece on stage and all. So since then, since, so my brother's bandmates had left India and like gone for like masters and stuff like wow. that. So, and I was still in college second year or whatever. So I was trying to like, you know, figure out like I want to do music. I want to be in a band and all. And then it took me like maybe a year to like, you know, trying to look for a band. That didn't happen. And then I, uh, yeah i couldn't i couldn't join a band was it because so, of
0: your voice or you were just like
2: <laughs> yeah I, I have a decent singing voice
0: <laughs>
2: but uh like i don't know the i just you know never ended up joining a band you know yeah. the, like there were plans that failed but i still want to do something on stage and then i figured like stand-up i could do because I don't need a drummer or guitarist. I can just do it alone. Yeah. Like I could just write something and do it alone. But at that point, I wasn't even aware of uh, open mics. Which really, Maybe in South, whole of South India, there was maybe one open mic that was happening in Bangalore. At this place called Urban Solace in, on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, they had a comedy open mic in mm-hmm. Bangalore. And I was living in Chennai at this point i was in this is all in chennai by the way i hadn't i haven't moved to bangalore yet so i decided to do open mics and this is what i used to do in chennai before i discovered open mics i used to go to these karaoke nights at okay. uh, some bars and all and i used to just like take the mic and just like okay i'm not going to sing i'll tell you guys some jokes and i used oh, wow. to do that so like How is yeah, the yeah
0: in uh, chennai though? no
2: Hmm.
0: The Chennai circuit, how was it for, the, for comedy? Like, right now,
2: it's really good. Right yeah. now, it's so really back good. Then, back, then, back, then. back then, there was not even a circuit. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Avam? Avam stand-up Tamasha? No,
1: uh-huh.
2: wow. uh, Kar- Kartik Kumar and uh, SA Arvind and Baggy. These three people used to run these shows. It wasn't really an open mic, but they used to have like a stand-up show slash monologue show that they used to do. That was the only stand-up happening in Chennai back then. So these karaoke nights I used to go and just like, you know, randomly perform. And then uh, uh, I met a couple of comedians from Chennai only uh, at this event. There was a talent open mic or something, like an open, open mic, where people could come and perform music and blah, blah, blah. So that's where I met these two other people who want to do stand-up. So then we started doing open mics in Chennai. For so we did it for maybe a year or two. And then by 2014, no, 2015, I'd moved to Bangalore. Okay. And then when I moved to Bangalore, that's when the scene started like exploding a little, you know. Uh, literally, like in 2015, there were two open mics in a week which was a monday and a wednesday in bangalore Uh, monday there was a place called take five we used to do open mics there and now it's closed and then on wednesday it was urban solace again so literally before i moved to uh, bangalore i used to come to chennai on a monday morning Mm. don't have a place to stay monday morning i'll come i'll do the monday open mic and then, um, cool. stay, try to, yeah, try to figure out a place for Tuesday yeah. because there was nothing on Tuesday so that I could stay for the Wednesday open mic as well. Okay. So, by the, yeah, so by Monday night after the first Monday open mic, I wouldn't know where to stay, it was all improvisation. So, there were times where I've stayed at a comedian's house, there were times where I've stayed at, you know, friends' places that to like last minute i had just asked them, like i've come to chennai yeah. <laughs> yeah i got lucky like a number of times wow. but how
0: did like your parents react to this whole situation uh, did they,
2: they know? didn't know i was oh. they didn't know i had dropped out and i started doing comedy <laughs> wow.
0: mm, shoot.
2: yeah maybe for a year and a half my dad didn't know, yeah. Sure, man,
0: you're going oh, to kill me. going to you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the he, thing no. is, they would only kill you after they know. But if yeah. it's been so long, yeah. like if it's been a year after you've dropped out or whatever, like I dropped out and not told him, you know. So, so a year what, after? Uh, how was yeah. that? Like,
0: what did they react? How did they react after a year? My my dad, dad, are disowned, are we are not interested.
2: Same. Yeah, so, so my father was quite disappointed because uh, uh, I grew up in Saudi Arabia, right? Did I tell you this? No. Do you guys know this? No,
0: no, so, I didn't. Oh.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was born in Saudi, so my parents are like still there. Like till 11th grade I was studied. Uh, till 12th I studied in Saudi so they're still there so basically like it was all over the phone my dad called me like i got an email from your college they say that you haven't been there for a year i'm like yeah (laughs) yeah then then he called me over there to where they were to Saudi. So i went and visited and there were like fights and these shouting matches that went on
1: oh man so yeah
2: but it But it was to a point because I was, like, failing. I've failed uh, classes since, like, maybe sixth grade. I've been failing in school and blah, 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 you know. So I told my dad especially, like, see, you know how bad I've been in school, this, that, Mm -hmm. you know. So maybe academics is not the way, you know, I shouldn't. And I explained it to him, like, you want me to join, okay, go to this college. And then another eight years I'll spend try to complete this. I don't think I can also. And then he got it. I was like, okay. Then I told him, like, I want to, this is what I want to do. I think I've decided. I don't think I'll be changing my mind. This is what I'll be doing. And maybe it took a year, at least a year of, like, you know, telling him. Because yeah, they were actually quite happy after... Uh, uh, in the sense they saw me like, okay, this is what he wants to do. At least this is what we have. Like this guy wants to do something. Right, right, right. That, that's the main thing. Once you want to do something, would it could be wood carving or uh, comedy or making films or, you know, like cooking could be anything. But if you just want to do something that's what you want to do, you just have to just keep doing it. People come and tell you, you have to find a way to just be that's like, you know. That's true. That's
1: true. You know, what I think of you is that you have always been a, you know, a kid who loves the entertainment sector and wants to come in front yeah. of you So, that's what I yeah, think. Yeah. So, you chose comedy because you were, you know, happy doing it. But mm-hmm. why the dark sector of the comedy
2: side? So, how this so dark comedy happened? That, that is not even a... Uh, it's not even a conscious decision. I uh, started writing dirtier and darker jokes by the time I finished five years of doing stand-up because for the first five years, I was just trying to get like a feel of like what works and Mm. what doesn't work. And for me, for for a kind of a person I am and what I come across on stage or what I look like, dark jokes seem to work for me. (laughs) okay That's about it. i <laughs> okay. i tried yeah i tried doing jokes about like you know i went to airport and blah 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 and, very cliche you know my parents yeah i tried doing these cleaner normal jokes and they just wouldn't work and because when you start comedy you just get these like guidelines like do your uh, first guideline if you're going to be a stand up comedian like always do your time Uh, Don't go over whatever time you're given. And the next one is always be clean. These two things are all, a lot of people, a lot of comedians when you're starting out, they just tell you that. Just work clean. Don't do dirty jokes and just keep your time. My worst show, I would say, it was Mm. on my birthday, July 30th of 2016 or 17. I'm not completely sure. But uh, Mm. it was a packed house in this place called B-Flat in Bangalore. Okay. and yeah. Uh, yeah, packed, packed house, 120 people or I don't know how many people were there July 30th it was my birthday and I did horrible, horrible oh. on stage, horrible from line one I did 12 minutes from minute one to minute 12 it was all like silence there were also gasps I think a lot of people were like, oh, like how can oh, you say that man.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was sick for three days after that. Three so that days. was
0: how, a. How was that? Like, how how did thing. it impact you in the in your career-wise? Okay, oh shoot, what did just happen?
1: I fucked up. up yeah, forever.
2: so yeah, exactly. So that that it was kind of a situation where you start questioning all your actions leading up to that moment, like all, like, from पैदा <laughs> to fucking wow. till, like you know yeah till now so that's
0: every fight like, is like yes
2: mm, every moment like oh yeah. my god am i in the wrong like, <laughs> thing <laughs> have yeah. i been doing the wrong thing for the past five years and it's been five years so do i quit because five years is a long time i can't no. do yeah, it now so. papa I, ne mana kiya tha par minne not uh-huh.
1: fuck up ho I shit not kya kare <laughs>
2: yeah After five years, like I can't quit after five years, so now what do I do? So, these are the kind of thoughts, and then you're getting sick also because there's a physical reaction to it. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just like, yeah, it's one of the most, uh, that was like one of the heaviest ones. And I had all my friends at the show, and all like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god. <laughs> yeah, everybody was there. Like everybody oh except for like my parents. But yeah, yeah.
0: you knew that um, you were a stage person from the very beginning of uh, mm-hmm. your life. Like I wanted to be on stage, however, mm-hmm. and in whatever manner, because acting would work. A chome- uh as yeah. a comedian as well. But what mm-hmm. was that one point that struck you? Because no, this is better. I would put my. I would put. My time and in soul. this. Yeah. Mm. And then rest will happen because money and everything comes into play. Mm.
2: You can say that, but like I didn't maybe uh I feel like I was like a very stage kind of a person, but I realized it very late. I realized yeah. it when I was like twenty-two, twenty-three. Okay. But uh, till then uh I was just an attention whore, dude. That's like as <laughs> a <okay>, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, creating fights and like you know having fights with like siblings. Same, even like, I like
1: that. WWE, they came, lado, maro
2: Literally, like I was an attention whore, and once I grew up a little bit more, I realized okay, because this is why I'm getting up on stage because I'm like you know craving attention. And it's not not even a bad, once you realize that you crave attention, then it doesn't really seem like a bad thing. But once you don't know and you're still craving, that's the worst kind of person, right? Like, whenever you're yeah, yeah, at a party yeah. and someone's craving, like, attention and they don't know. Yeah, yeah dude, like, who wants to hang out with those parties? Oh, my God. No, yeah. that's so <laughs> yeah.
0: true.
2: So, I was, like, a big troublemaker till I realized that I wanted to do, like, stage work.
0: Um, like how did uh, uh,
2: uh, What was your first show like? Uh, very horrible. So I was... Uh, solo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the solo? Did solo? You oh. Oh,
2: so, uh, my, uh, my... So, yeah. So, I have this uh, one-hour solo show that I do. It's called Pretty Dirty, right? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. this was an amalgam... Like, uh, um, I started doing it around when I was six years into comedy. I had written these jokes uh, like an accumulation of an hour of jokes or hour and 20 minutes of jokes. And, uh, I didn't even want to name it Pretty Dirty. Actually, it's my friend who named it Pretty Dirty. I just booked the date and the show originally was called For All Ages. I got it Pretty I had Dirty jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, uh, I had like jokes that are like, you know, for like, you know, kids. And then I no, had jokes are like, which are for like adults and uh-huh. then I had like these medium jokes. So I was like, okay, for all ages, I'll keep it. And my friend is a good comedian from Bangalore only. Uh, so he was he was booking the show for me and he's like, bro, like for all ages and all, uh, we have to come up with a good name. And he came up with Pretty Dirty and he didn't tell me. He just made the poster with the name Pretty Dirty and he put it up. <laughs> and, need to ask him
1: the story Cure uh,
2: because he was telling me because you have a, he told me cuz uh, i have a pretty face and my jokes are dirty or something oh,
1: like. that's true <laughs> <laughs> so
2: dialogue oh, in a sweet that. innocent swami
1: type ka. that, that <laughs> i can see <laughs> you every every engineer is very creative like drop out engineers they hain kuch creative mm-hmm. I Yeah, you are done. I think it's,
2: uh, so every engineering college you go to, every engineering college, which I don't care which engineering college in India it is, but every engineering college you go to, there will be, every class in every engineering college in India has four or five, do, five people per batch who will either drop out. That's very true. Like, yeah, do fall into arts or anything else or they will drop out and do engineering work yes. only except they'll get out of the college and do it. So, uh, like, you're doing
1: different things in life. Comedy, hmm. in cartoon, and acting and writing stuff. So, where this money, like, is it stable or there is some other way? It is or is it not?
2: It's not stable at all. Uh, I thankfully like there are people in my life that help me get through like financially. Uh, there are like people in my life that do you. I mean I can't even imagine that they actually like help me. Or, like first of all my dad, uh, we discussed like we fought for so long about this, but then in the end like he I wouldn't I want to say gave up or <laughs> I don't know he. <laughs> Leave again, I don't know, but my dad always let me. Like, it's to a point where I don't tell my dad that I don't have money right now, like, I don't because then he'll just be like, Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. You. You. No, I don't want that because it's like it's very easy to fall in that hole, Ke, haan, baba, or whatever. yeah, yeah, then, yeah. It's not stable at all. You need to figure out your finances uh, completely. Like, I'm not really the good, the best person to give you financial advice. <laughs> because, like, my wife shits on me all the time. Like, I'm subscribing Xbox and all, and like, we have to pay electricity bill and all. Like, I'm very. <laughs> very <laughs> no,
1: I believe that you know uh, this happened because because maybe but, I may be wrong, but uh, at your age when you were a kid, there was no burden of money. You know. But today, starting to that money is very important thing. But You have to yeah. truck to do something. So,
2: uh,
1: planning thing.
2: Yeah. When we were growing up, like my dad, he never let us do like summer jobs also, yeah. Like yeah. He never let us, man. He used to think... In, in, in his way, it was like, oh, am I not, like, a solid
0: provider?
2: Hey, solid, yeah, true. Work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> like every day? And I want to do that as well, you know? Like, he used the way he used to work, uh, he would go to work at 8 and come back at, like, 10, like, every day till I was 18, dude. Till I was 18. Like, he maybe. Really, he did it for another ten years after I was eight. Now I'm like 30, so he's retired last year. So till I was for so my oldest brother is 33. Hmm. So for 40 years he must have just worked every day, hmm. every day. So uh so that's what that's the current of this is the discussion I want to have with my dad. Like, why didn't you ever? Let you, us should. Like
1: work you should.
2: You should. Like, and there were times I, I, I've told my dad that he was too good a father. Sometimes, you know, like too good. Yeah. That's why, like, I work ethic is my biggest struggle. Like, I don't have the rigorous that Indian work ethic that is there. You know, just din karo. Um, karo. I, yeah. If you are in Bombay, you would see a lot of these guys in Bombay. Huh? Yeah. Like earning uh, a lakh, but still living like a modest. Like yeah. A lack it happens. But still living modest. Modern. And working day and out. Like, if I was earning a lakh and a half a month, I would just, like, buy a sofa and just sit on <laughs> it. will be. Like,
0: yeah.
1: so, like, uh, in the office
2: and just uh, come sit on the sofa, dude. Like,
1: Anyways, we'll, we'll catch up to you. We'll be in Yes. Sure.
2: Okay. I will get in touch with you for... This was very uh, fun. Classwork. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Was I was great. also, like, I, I haven't slept much, no? so I must be a little off. So, no, yeah. we had fun. It's, it's, we were expecting so yeah, we more
1: of like galis. So, if you want to like, uh, like give something, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yay. Yeah.